Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. Hey, that's us. Welcome to Motorsports Madness as we continue with our Race Chaser Media Week of Motorsports Radio Programming. My name is Tom Baker. I am joined in the WSIC studio this evening by Randy Miller, who hosts the Inside Pass show on Tuesday mornings that Randy and I do together here in the studio. Uh, we'll tell you more about that a little later in the show. We've also got Nick Moncher, who uh, Nick uh, spends his days as the PR boffin, PR guru, PR you already Supreme. Used that word. Already used that word. Already um, used that word. I don't think I used Supreme yet. That no. was a new word. Now I'm like a pizza topping. He's been here. <laughs> he's been here more than he's been at Ventura. Yeah, because you can't go true. anywhere else. We right basically now, so. could just claim him as our uh, producer, but um, we want to give uh, the folks we like giving a shout out to the folks at Venturini whenever we can. So uh, there's that. Uh, Nick is with us here tonight, and uh, we've got Kaz Grawler going to be joining us in a moment. Uh, looking forward to talking with Kaz. And uh, also, a little bit later on in the show, we're going to hear from Seth Eggert, who is the motorsports editor at Kicking the Tires. Uh, .net and um, definitely kicking always the tars. kicking the tars. Um, so Seth is going to join us, and uh, we're going to obviously. <laughs> this has been a it's been a week in NASCAR. We we've one thing that we have not lacked, even without racing, is stuff to talk about in NASCAR, and it continued this week in a very big way. We'll uh, update everybody on Kyle Larson and uh, Bubba, Lar- uh, Bubba Larson. Bubba Wallace had a response to That's Kyle a Larson. Situation. Yeah, um, <laughs> Bubba had a response tonight on Twitter. So we'll uh, talk about his response to what took place with Kyle over this past weekend. And um, who knows what else we'll get into. But uh, we're going to take our first break of the evening. This show, by the way, presented by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. And uh, all the folks at My Computer Career are uh, big fans of motorsports, and um, we're happy to have them as part of our race chaser family of partners. So with that, we are going to step aside. When we come back, we're going to hear from Richard Childress Racing Driver, Kaz Grala, and... We are also going to get the show started officially. We'll be right back after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. 
Ballin Street? Girlin Street! <gasps> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Motorsports Madness underway officially now, uh, for real, for another uh, Thursday night as we record it live. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Something like that. On the uh, Performance Motorsports like Network. Um, well, I can get close. I'm I want to do it here. Uh, I've, I've kind of borrowed Daryl's boogity a couple of times, but I always do a tribute to him with it. And um, I really g- I give credit to his brother, Bobby, too, because Bobby and I did a lot of... Uh, uh, races together, announcing-wise, before he passed on and went to be with the Lord. And uh, we'll bring Kaz Grala out onto the program here out of the pit area. Hello, Kaz Grala. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. It has been too long since we have heard your voice. It sure has been, yeah. Thanks for having me back on. Well, happy to have you and glad that you could make it back on. Um, I was noticing here that, uh, just thumbing through Twitter, and I see that uh, Custer's got some new merch coming out. Does Kaz Grala have any merch that we can promote? <laughs> I wish. Uh, I got I've got to get some. It's it's been too long since I've had t-shirts and hats, so uh, I've got to get on that. I guess right now everything's a little bit uh, slowed down, so maybe now is the right time for me to get designing some of that stuff. Yeah, definitely. I uh, I think it would be fun to have some Kaz merch out there. Uh, could do some Hot Scream merch uh, and maybe uh, like different uh, T-shirt colors to go with the flavor, you know, kind of thing. Different flavors <laughs> of Hot Scream. That's a good idea. Yeah. I like uh, the whole the the video that he did with what is a Kaz? What is Kaz? What is a Kaz? What is a Kaz on the front, on the front of the shirt and then like his face on the back of it or his yeah. car on the back of it? <laughs> That's We're just throwing out ideas here, Cass. Feel yeah. free to write them all down. We're just trying to help you here, buddy. So right. tell us what you have been up to since uh, things have been shut down here. Um, 
Have you gotten into the whole uh, sim racing craze? Or what else are you uh, doing to kind of keep yourself in the racing mode here? That's exactly what I've been doing. And I've had an iRacing account um, since 2011. So it's not anything necessarily new to me, but I did let my subscription lapse for a number of years Uh because when I moved to North Carolina, I just have a small one-bedroom apartment, and I don't really have the space um, to to have a, a simulator for myself. So for the last couple of years, I haven't been on at all. But, of course, this uh, extenuating circumstances here has uh, revived my love for, for sim racing and definitely got me back into it. I've moved some things around in my apartment at the expense of the comfort of my living room yeah. to, to now make room for a simulator that will be going there uh, hopefully within the next week or so. But, yes, I, I've definitely reactivated my iRacing account started to get back into that and uh, I am not that great at it. I am having to practice every day trying to get better. Um, it's crazy how you can drive it and try to race like you would a real race in real life, and it does not work for you. That is not how you be fast. And, and you know, you do a lot of these official races trying to get your rating up, and I approach it like a regular race. There's some give and take early on. No, they just take. There's only take. <laughs> and if you're going to give anything, you're going to get yourself stuffed firewall deep in the wall Ouch. and your rating going down. So uh, it's definitely been an adjustment for me. I've been drinking from a fire hose with, with my learning for iRacing. But um, I've had I've had some decent runs so far in these invitationals um, in, in, the, uh, in the Saturday Night Thunders, if you will. I finished eighth at Texas, and then I was running seventh uh, Bristol with new tires on actually. Um, and the, the guys I was running with finished top five when everything cycled out. But unfortunately with like 20 to go, I got wrecked from behind, just totally drove through. And so unfortunately there was nothing I could do there, but I'm holding my own. And I got, I got this Saturday night to try to, to come back and see what I can do at Richmond. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, it sounds like now is there no furniture in your living room now? If we come over to visit, do we have to like sit on the floor or how does that work? It's not too bad. Uh I've just gotten a smaller couch oh. and moved things around so that the layout of the living room is now a little bit awkward, but it still works. It's gonna be fine. I, I smell we'll roll a, with it. I smell a two bedroom upgrade in somebody's future. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's just more industrial now at Kaz's place. That's, you don't need a couch. As long as you have a sim rig, you can yeah. just lay and sleep in the sim yeah. rig. Kaz's pad is just more industrial, that's no all. So um, now, have you been training and trying to stay in shape? I mean, what what else, other than the iRacing, what else have you been doing to kind of fill that time void? So I actually, I haven't missed a workout yet. I've been able to keep my same exact routine, which for me, um, on a just a normal week without uh, without the virus craziness is uh, Monday through Thursday. I work out at RCR with uh, their trainer there um, who works in their pit department. That's what most of us drivers do there. Okay. Um, so early on when um, everybody started cutting back their work hours, some um, I ended up actually working out at my, at my trainer's house and we would do some, some cool dynamic workouts outside. Uh, that lasted about a week and a half. And then once the, the real stay-at-home orders came, 
from the government, we've now switched to hour-long FaceTime workouts from home with the trainer. Um, so each one of us drivers at RCR has our own scheduled time slot with the trainer. So from 11 to 12 every day, uh, the trainer is training me alone. And it, and it's really, it's worked out well because I've got all the equipment that I need at my apartment. I've got a mat, a medicine ball, I've got weights, I've got resistance bands, um, I've got all sorts of stuff. So that's, that's actually worked out really, really well. And I've been able to stay in exactly the same shape as, as I would be normally. In fact, maybe even a little better because I do find myself walking and running outside a lot more often and, than I typically would just because. I need something to do. I need to get out and get some fresh air, get my, get my eyes off the screen for a little while. So, um, so yeah, I, I think even with, with this odd schedule that's going on, I would say from a physical perspective and from a, from a mental training perspective with the virtual stuff, I think I'm, I'm in as good a place as I normally would be. So I'm, I'm ready for action to get back going in real life. Well, that works out pretty well. So you must have a good size one bedroom apartment. You got weights and a mat and an eye racing setup, and his neighbors must love him. <laughs> yeah, all that working out and sim racing going on up there. I hope you're on the bottom well, floor. <laughs> the the workout equipment that I had to buy from Amazon has also not improved the quality of my apartment because <laughs> my workout room is actually my bedroom, which barely has any extra room other than my bed. So I've got I've got stuff scattered all around all, all around the ground in there. It's it's a bit of a mess, but the the trainer has done a great job. Uh, his name is Curtis Walls. He he's on the pit crew at RCR as well, um, and he's done a great job at at building the workout routine around the space that each one of us individually has and what equipment we have. So. Um, yes, I do not have much space. It is not pretty in my bedroom, but we're getting the job done. <laughs> hey, whatever works, man. Everybody kind of got thrown into uh, a tizzy really quickly uh, over this last month. So I guess we're all just kind of making whatever adjustments we need to make to get through it. So um, while we've got about a minute left here, let's very quickly talk about uh, your situation. Obviously, we don't know when racing is going to get underway, but um, what was your schedule supposed to be in the 21 car before everything got shut down? Let's start there. I was supposed to have probably around the same number of races I had last year, somewhere in the five or six range but with the schedule changing so much now i'm not really sure how that's going to work i know for me i i can pretty much work around whatever but if any of the other drivers end up with conflict with other other races that they're planning on doing um i'm not sure if that will open races up or not so uh we'll just have to see and play it by ear once once we are able to be in a place where NASCAR can release a, a schedule when we know what's going to happen from here in the season. Uh, that's when I'll know for sure. But um, as of right now, I was a little bit uh, disappointed to have races in the second half of the season rather than the first right. half initially because I was going to miss being in the race car. But now I feel like that may have actually worked out better that to way. Advantage, and, yeah. and hopefully, hopefully the races I'll be in might be – unaffected or at least relatively unaffected okay. by the schedule changes. We'll be here. They were later. Right? More with Kaz in a minute. 
Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media set ya. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, presented by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. We'll tell you more about uh, my computer career a little bit later on. We have got Kaz Gralla with us. Kaz, the one of the drivers that uh, Richard Childress has assembled this year for a competition in the Xfinity series in the 21 car, um, really an impressive list of up and coming young stars that uh, Richard put together and they're all sort of splitting races. And of course now um, kind of who knows where all that is at this point, Kaz. Uh, but uh, let's talk a little bit about that. So um, 
What is your feeling? I mean, obviously, we don't know even when uh, NASCAR would give the green light just yet. But what is your feeling about where everybody stands in terms of if, for example, in North Carolina, the um, the lockout, or the lockdown is supposed to end on the 30th of this month, if it does, and everybody's allowed to get back in the 1st of May. What would be your thought as far as, um, you know, where things are at to be able to get ready, for example, maybe for Charlotte? at the end of the month? Well, I think everything is definitely going to have to come together quickly whenever it is that, they, that they're able to lift this. Um, I'm sure it will be relatively short notice, but, but I do think that all the teams are, are ready and waiting and prepared for that. Um, I don't believe I'll be driving Charlotte. I want to say that that's marked as one of Anthony's races, but okay. I'm not entirely sure. I'm not sure if I'm right on that, but... Um, as far as I've been told, I know it's not mine. So uh, I will be ready to watch it, um, but not have to do too much more than that myself. Um, but, but yeah, I'm really interested to see how they're going to work out the schedule and what exactly is going to happen with it. Um, it's, it's definitely going to be interesting based on what I've read on Twitter. And I'm, I'm sure I've just been reading the same rumors that, that fly as you guys have seen. Yeah. Um, so if any, if there's truth to any of that, where we might have uh, two races a week, or we might have uh, limited or no practice at all, um, that that would definitely change the course of of the way these race weekends go and, and the way you have to approach them. So um, that will be something we're all going to have to stay tuned for and kind of plan the way we prepare for race weekends around that. What would that be like for you if you get no practice, you just kind of show up and qualify and race? And I mean, how do you prepare? I understand you've got videos you can watch of past races or, you know, obviously sim racing. But I mean, really, that's a whole different mental mindset than if you know you're going to be able to dial in at the track before you qualify and race. Yeah, I mean, I could look at it either way. It's it's hard to say if it would help me or hurt me, I mean, it's hard enough uh, trying to come in and race just a handful of times each year and competing against guys who run full time. They're in the car every week. They're in the routine. But I, I suppose maybe if we don't have practice and we just go in truly cold, then I guess everybody's kind of cold and trying to warm up when it comes to the race itself. So I don't know, maybe that would put me on more of a level playing field or, or maybe it would put me at even greater of a disadvantage because I didn't have that time to warm up in practice. Um, when, when it comes to the summertime, when I'm probably going to be getting in the car, it's going to be just about a year since I've actually raced in Xfinity. Um, my last race, I did get a top five finish in road America, but that's already been quite a while ago. And I, I've still got some time to wait until I'm in the car. It looks like so, um, I'm definitely going to be trying to get my bearings the first few laps in the car. And the way, the way the rumors are flying, those first few laps might be in stage one. We'll, we'll have to see. <laughs> so speaking of hot summer months, let's talk about your sponsor, uh, Hot Scream Ice Cream. For the people listening and watching at home, explain what that actually is and, and where to get it. Because I haven't been able to find it and I really want to try it. It sounds really good. Yeah, hot scream is the spicy ice cream. It's really, really good. It's kind of like a lot of desserts have like a hot and cold combo or a sweet and salty combo. 
this is just another level of that where you've got the sweet and spicy combo. Um, and it's really good. I definitely would recommend anyone to try it because it's one of those things that you don't think you want it or you need it, but as soon as you try it, you, you know you've been missing it all along. Um, and right now you can get it at, at a whole bunch of Walmarts. You can get it at Acme stores up north. You can get it at Food City uh, is, the, is the closest chain around us in the southeast that has it. Um, so there's, there's a bunch of different specialty retailers as well that sell it. So if you go to hotscream.com, uh, you can find the locations that it's sold right there. But uh, it's, it's really fun to have them on board. I actually got them from a fan bringing them to me in 2018 as an idea. When we were running as Fury Race Cars, we were the underdog team. A lot of people really loved seeing what we could do on the track. And we had a fan come bring it to us and say, hey, I like what you guys are doing. I admire it. Here's a hot lead. I don't know if it'll turn into something, but I've got the email address of this CEO here at Hot Scream, and they're worth giving a, a call. So um, we, we did that. We got them on my hood for Homestead in 2018, and they jumped on board for, for last year for my part-time season at RCR. Nice. I happen to know that gentleman who brought that to you, and I won't mention his name on the air since you didn't, uh, but um, great guy, and I know he really wanted that to work out, and he was – Super, super excited that it did, and uh, I'm looking forward to getting some samples of that uh, as soon as we can get an all clear and get you here in the studio so we can have you on TV as well as radio and get you to bring some in for us to try. I think we can arrange for that once we can uh, meet face-to-face and not be quarantined. Yeah, exactly. I'm guessing his freezer is stocked full of hot scream ice cream. I hope so, although there there may be some other stuff in that freezer, considering how much he's got packed in his apartment. Well, he can't fit anything else in his apartment. So the only room he's got in his house is probably in the freezer. <laughs> Who knows what's in the freezer? Uh, that would actually be a nice video. What's in what's in Cass's what's freezer? What's in Cass's freezer? We, Once yeah. we determine what a Cass is, do we have to figure out what's media, in his freezer. Yeah, do a yeah. social media thing on that. Yes. Okay, we, we've got some questions here for you, Cass. It's kind of a next-level sort of deal. We get to know you a little bit, and... Uh, um, I'll have a little fun here before we let you go. Um, first question here, how, <laughs> how much would someone have to pay for your little toe? For my what? For your little toe. How much would someone have to pay for your little toe? My little toe. I mean, I feel like I'd at least need to get a race out of that. Maybe <laughs> even a two race. <laughs> Well, you might have to sign that toe. So there's or something a sponsor to make it a, listening somewhere. It's a $50,000 toe. He'll give you a toe for exchange for a race. <laughs> 50. Okay. So it well, I mean, from the left foot, though. The right so, foot's too important. So, <laughs> so what we're saying is you're only you're only allowed to give get five races out of the deal because you can only give five toes if you need your whole right foot. So you can only get five more races out of the deal by giving out all your toes. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, but each toe's a little bigger, so the, That's true. the bigger the toe, the more it would be, races. I think your, your big toe would have to be like at least uh, five I like races. that idea. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get you a full season sponsorship with, with a left foot. Another, we'll get give you. us your foot, we'll give you a full season sponsorship, <laughs> Cass. That's how that's going to work. Okay. Yeah, next question. If you were reincarnated as a famous landmark, what landmark would it be? A famous landmark? I mean, gosh, I don't even... Can most people name a whole bunch of famous landmarks? I mean... Gosh, I don't know. What, no. All I can think of is the Statue of Liberty or maybe the Washington Monument. I don't know. 
We tried that question one day on the show, and that's pretty much everybody had the same answer because nobody could think of anything else. See, I, I thought actually uh, Kaz might go for the monster outside of Dover. That's true. a pretty famous Oh, that's, that's a good true. one. I don't, know if, I don't know if we can classify that as a true landmark, but it's landmark enough for us in the, in the racing world. For yeah. Sure. Let's go with that. Yeah. I love Dover. That's always one of my favorites. So Besides, thank that's, you for the answer, Jared. That's closer to the what is a Casgrala answer that you normally yes. get, too. So yes. it kind of fits, yes. fits in with that. Okay. Yes. The All next right. time I get asked that question, I will remember that as my answer. There you go. <laughs> and just make sure you, you tell everybody you got it here on this show. That's right. Okay. Um, what is something that you get wrong almost every time you do it? Eye racing, apparently. Like, uh, qualifying on eye racing, oh, okay. not not just to be specific. It's qualifying, and literally, I feel like no matter where I go, I am on the last row. <laughs> well, you you need you need a, a race for the only like eight people are invited, and you at least get to start in row four. So I mean, it wouldn't be so bad. If only eight <laughs> people were invited. Okay, what what uh, last last one of these questions? What is the funniest place? that you've ever fallen asleep. What is the funniest place that you've ever fallen asleep? Oh, unfortunately, my answer for this is no answer. I literally cannot fall asleep unless I am very comfortable in bed. Really? I can't sleep in a car. I, the last place I can sleep is a plane. I just can't do it. Is uh, that- and I think anybody that I know can vouch for the fact that I'm always the last one awake, and that's not by choice. <laughs> it's that I literally need the perfect scenario for me to get to sleep so uh that that is a challenge that i have to deal with every night what uh is 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 the plane and the car is that all is that kind of a lack of control so it's sort of i want to be awake in case something happens or what it what what do you think you attribute that to the car not so much i just can't get comfortable but planes i actually hate flying i've always had a problem with flying i dread it every single time i have to board a plane so when when we're in the air as soon as i start to doze off and then plane moves it reminds me that i'm in a plane and it wakes me right back up <laughs> I get that, I get to that place where i'm relaxed well i don't know if this will work for you but i'll tell you how i cured mine you take two dramamine about a half hour before you get get on the plane and uh by the time the uh safety lecture is half over you're out like a light chase it down with some hot screen <laughs> well, just know. can't do that on Friday mornings when we've got our 6 a.m. flights and we got 1 p.m. practice. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, you got to be careful with all yeah. that. But you can that's still true. do the hot screen, though. That that's was a true. good idea. Yeah. Ice cream for breakfast is always good. Right. All right, Kaz, we appreciate having you on. Uh, definitely an opportunity to chat with you a little bit and uh, look forward to doing this again in studio here, hopefully in the next month or two. And that's Kaz Grala. We'll be back with more right after this. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color it, 
color correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, and now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Derek Krause, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. We're back. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, presented by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. And we're going to go right back to the Strutmasters.com race line and pick up Seth Eggert. Seth is a uh, motorsports writer and editor for uh, KickingTheTires.net. And uh, Seth, how are you? Welcome back to the program. Thank you. Uh, Doing well, and I'm glad to be back. Well, it is good to have you back on, and uh, this gives us a chance to open up some discussion here because uh, we hadn't had a chance. We had Kaz on right off of the green flag, you might say. Uh, so we haven't had a chance to hit the big news of the week yet um, and talk about what happened with Kyle Larson. Um, just to recap, for those who may have been under a rock all week long, last Sunday night, Kyle Larson was um, running – competing in a sim race. It was an invitational event that Landon Castle set up. And um, Ka- uh, not Kaz, uh, Kyle Larson uh, inadvertently said a word that he shouldn't have said. He used a racial slur. It starts with an N. We're certainly not going to say it here. Um, 
And long story short, he was not he was not saying it out of malice. He basically was kind of a, you know, hey, buddy, hey, goofball. Only he said, hey, use the word, um, trying to connect with his spotter on the sim. He thought he was in a private channel. He wasn't. And everybody heard it. And uh, long story short, over the course of about a 36-hour period, relatively speaking, um, he lost his main sponsors. He lost Chevrolet. He lost Lucas Oil. And he got suspended by NASCAR uh, pending some sensitivity training and ended up getting fired on Tuesday morning by Chip Ganassi Racing. So Kyle Larson is out of a ride. Um now, fast forward to this very day, just a little while ago before the uh, show started, Bubba Wallace had a response to Kyle Larson's uh, situation. And as you can imagine, uh, Bubba's take on it was much the same as the take I had earlier in the week. That word just shouldn't be in the vocabulary. I mean, there was a lot more to it than that. Um, and uh, we'll pull it up here in a moment. But what did you make? First of all, what's your take on the whole situation to begin with? And then we'll talk about uh, Bubba's response here in a moment. Well, in the end, it's unfortunate. Uh, Kyle made a mistake, a very, very costly mistake. Uh, I found it interesting, uh, some of the reactions to it. And the reason why I say that is immediately afterwards, uh, people clipped, uh, different Twitch streams of Kyle saying the word and started tagging uh, whether it was Raj Karuth, an African-American uh, up-and-coming driver, oh or or Darian Gilliam, an uh, uh, African-American uh, YouTuber in the NASCAR community, uh, kind of poking the bear, which to me, I, I found that disheartening. Uh, iRacing also suspended Kyle Larson, which I thought was interesting because in situations like this in the past with other iRacers, they've simply uh, revoked or suspended their voice chat privileges. So to outright suspend him completely, I think that might be, A, because of uh, Larson's standing in the racing community, and B, uh, to send a message to other uh, people on the service to keep them from essentially making the same mistake, whether inadvertently or otherwise i'll read as quickly as i can what the response from bubba was and then we can talk about this a little bit we're going to keep you for a while here so uh i'll read this and and then we'll we'll talk uh here's what it says as much as i didn't want to be involved i was from the very beginning there is a part of my background and culture that feels attacked and hurt and the other part feels confused and angry Let's start off with the word. It's not just a word. There's a ton of negative meaning behind the word. Doesn't matter if a person uses it in an offensive way or not. The word brings many terrible memories for people and families and brings them back to a time that we as a community and a human race have tried our hardest to get away from. The sport has made combating this stereotype one of their top priorities. NASCAR has been doing what it can to get away from the racist and redneck sport labels. Diversity and inclusion is a main priority for the sport across every team, every car, every crew member and employee. With that said, it hurts to see the African-American community immediately throw NASCAR under the bus with the I'm not shocked it's NASCAR line. End quote. NASCAR has been, he says, continues and will be way better 
um, than how we've been represented in the last couple of weeks. As the person that arguably has the biggest voice in the, on this topic in our sport, it's tough for me to speak to because I didn't imagine us being here. Can we all do a better job with inclusion? Absolutely. It's a worldwide problem, not just in our sport. We as humans can always do better. Now, that is just the first paragraph. The next paragraph, he talks specifically about uh, Sunday's situation. What Larson said was wrong, whether in private or public. There's no gray area. I saw the incident the night it happened, and within five minutes, Kyle texted me. Take a note of that line. Within five minutes after it happened, Kyle texted Bubba. Bubba continues. He called me the next morning as well. Finally, I called him back with a FaceTime to talk face-to-face, and we had a good conversation. His apology was sincere. His emotions and pride were shattered. We discussed why he chose to use that language, and I shared my thoughts. I told him it was too easy for him to use that word in this world. I'm not mad at him. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me go back. Um, he told, I told him it was too easy for him to use the word and that he has to do better and get it out of his vocabulary. There is no place for that word in this world. I'm not mad at him. And I believe that he, along with most people, deserve second chances and deserve space to improve. I do wish him and his family nothing but the best. I am, and I am more than willing to work with him to address diversity and inclusion in our sport. And the last paragraph says this. Since Sunday, I've been constantly reading my emotions and my mentions in my Twitter feed. Some comments I can agree with, but mostly me baffled. As an athlete, we immediately become representatives of something bigger than ourselves. This is something most people may not understand. We are ambassadors for our partners, our race teams, crews, families, and the sanctioning body. Every single person is affected. One question I get often is, what's the worst part of being an athlete? I always reply with how we're put on a pedestal. Everything we do, eat, and say is under a microscope. But a normal person can mostly do whatever they want. Some call it unfair. Sure. But that's what we sign up for from day one. Have I been the best ambassador at times? Absolutely not. We're not perfect. I'm not perfect. We're all human. We make mistakes, often given many chances. The part that irks me the most are the people that say, but if Bubba said it, nothing would happen. Let me throw the rule book at you first. As a NASCAR member, this is out of the rule book. As a NASCAR member, we shall not make or cause. We shall not make or cause a public statement or communication that criticizes, ridicules, or otherwise disparages another, <clears throat> excuse me, another person's race, color, creed, national origin, gender, sexual orientation, marital status, religion, age, or handicapped, condi- handicapping condition. I am a NASCAR member in all caps, Bubba says. A damn proud one, too. I would expect and should be held to the same standard as any other members of the sport. I think everyone can learn something from what has happened these past few weeks. I'm looking forward to getting the season back underway and continuing our momentum. Your response, and I'll go around the table here as well, but go ahead first, Seth. I'm happy to see Bubba essentially reach out uh, and explain his perspective because it does open some eyes, hopefully, that NASCAR is slowly but surely shedding its uh, southern roots, so to speak. Uh, I know Larson also reached out to uh, Willie T. Ribs yep, for advice. Did. So Larson is making the right moves, and we are not that same sport that some people uh, think that we are. 
I'm almost a little conflicted because being a Jewish race fan before I was a media member, I've experienced some things that I wish I hadn't. Really? Yes. Wow. Uh, but at the same time, I know one moment doesn't uh, cause me to look at the whole sport uh, in that way. That's interesting. That's a very thoughtful response, uh, insightful as well. Randy, you want to? Well, I mean, there's there's an old adage that time heals all wounds, right? So, I mean, obviously, this is not going to go away tomorrow or the next day or the next week or the next month. It's going to be several months before people start to actually, you know, come down off of the, I think it's more of a shock factor more than anything else, because you look at a guy like Carl Larson and you don't expect him to make a slip up like that. And even if he did, I'm sure... You know, throughout the course of his career and, you know, the course of his racing career, he's probably said some things he probably regrets, but nobody hurt him because they don't have radio capabilities or, you know, whatever. But like Bubba said, once you sign on to be a, a driver in the NASCAR rankings, whether it's trucks, even as far down as ARCA, K&N, you basically are giving your life to the NASCAR Bible and you swear that you're going to be a good kid everywhere you go, everything you do, everything you eat, say, you know, every breath you take is going to be saw, heard, you know, scrutinized by everybody yeah. around you. So you have to take that oath to say, I'm going to be a good role model for whoever it may be, and especially when you've got kids looking up to you because they want to take your similar career path to NASCAR. You really have to think about what you're doing because you know there's kids watching your every move and they want to be just like you. You have to be a good role model for those kids. Nick Bonshi, you want to share a thought or two on that? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy he reached out to, to Bubba. I'm happy he reached out to Willie, and I think those are the right steps. I think he's... He's very sincere, and I'm glad Bubba th- saw that and and said that. And but I also think that his action doesn't represent NASCAR as a whole. And while that adage of NASCAR being that way, what back in the '70s and '80s was true, I think today it's not. And they've done a really good job that being NASCAR of making sure we get away from that. And I think Bubba did a good job of saying, "Look, we're not that." And his mess up, his accident, his mistake does not represent NASCAR as a whole that way. And that's why NASCAR had to step in and say, "You're in our sandbox. You're playing by our rules, and therefore, you know, we do not tolerate that." And same with World of Outlaws; they did the same thing. Yeah, and see, a lot of people jumped on. Uh, jumped on the bandwagon of, you know, bashing NASCAR. So, well, the World of Outlaws did it right. They said you could race the World of Outlaws once you go through sensitivity training. Well, NASCAR is the same. NASCAR didn't permanently suspend him. NASCAR suspended him pending sensitivity training. So the truth is he could race in NASCAR or in the World of Outlaws. But, of course, there are other things, right? You have to have a ride, first of all. You have to have sponsors. You have to have other things. And those are the things, I think, that are going to be harder to replace Seth, um, you know, he, I don't think, I personally don't think we see him in an elite ride or probably any NASCAR ride uh, in the Cup Series, at least for the rest of this year. Now, again, I could be wrong, but I'm, I'm, but I do believe that there is a reasonable chance you would see him back in 21, but that's going to depend upon sponsorship. And this also, too, um, it really uh, gives him an opportunity in a strange sort of way, ironically, to be a bit of a free agent now, <laughs> you know? And uh, so who knows where that goes? Um, we're going to keep Seth Eggert um, with us here as we get ready to take a break, but uh, it is going to be interesting to see 
where this goes with Kyle because, you know, he's free to now see what comes up for him. And um, But I think it's going to take some time. His career will come back. He's young. He's extremely talented. Um, I think we are definitely going to see Kyle Larson if he wants to be back in NASCAR uh, Cup Series, he he will be back. Adam actually sent a tweet out earlier saying that he has a desire to stay in the Cup Series based on people around Kyle, and he's already signed up for his sensitivity Good. training. So, well, then that's he's uh, taking the right step. That's what we hope will happen. Then we're going to step aside, and we will be back with more with Seth Eggert, more of the show after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way if you own a gun you have a full-time responsibility when you aren't using it be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children troubled teenagers a thief or anyone else who might misuse it your family friends and neighbors are all counting on you remember always lock it up For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Tyler Ingram, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. To uh, Motorsports Madness, presented by mycomputercareer.edu. We still do have Seth Eggert 
with us. Uh, he's going to be back in just a few minutes. We've got a couple of short segments here to work through, and then we'll bring Seth back um, for our next uh, longer segment. Uh, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, and Nick Montcher inside the WSIC studio. Randy, um, you said something be- during the break about the possibility that you had heard that maybe – uh, th- there is no plan to extend mm-hmm. the stay-at-home order here in the North Carolina area? Yeah. From what I understand, during today's COVID-19 task force briefing that the state of North Carolina holds on a daily basis, or at least semi-daily basis, um, it was asked if there were plans to extend extend the stay-at-home order past the 30th, and the, the lady that's in charge of the human services, I can't think of her name, but anyway, she said, as of right now, there are no plans to extend it. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's on the first, everything opens back up. It's more of you don't have to stay at home anymore, but certain places will open and certain places will not. So yeah, it's not a, so a kind you know, of um, light switch rolling, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's dimmer a switch. As they say. Restart ex- instead of a light switch. But it would be like it would be more of like certain places are like you can go back to work, but if you can work remotely, then please do work remotely. Keep washing your hands. Keep six feet social distancing. Things like that. But I actually think one of the interesting things that that has that's come out of all this craziness that we've been through is the fact that I think you may see more people continue to work from home because you may, you, I think we figured out that there, there, in a lot of cases, it is possible for a lot of people to do that. Um, so you may see more of that and may see some, some kind of natural adjustments that people do on their own without being told to. Um, so in some ways, maybe we can maybe we can learn some things from this that can help us going forward to be more efficient and uh, at least have more options. But I uh, that's an interesting. Obviously, that makes a big difference if we could get the NASCAR teams back to work. Uh, that would be step one. We don't know what we're hopefully. doing when we go to work, but at least we can go yeah. back to work and stand in the office. And well, but you still want to prepare race cars and still do all of that sort you of thing. Go find your, your socket wrench that you were looking for for six you know, months. Who knows? Maybe that'll mean that uh, we can at least run Charlotte at the end of May. We're, again, still speculation. But uh, maybe some good news on the horizon. Back with more after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? 
That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness as we continue with another uh, show full of motorsports programming. We'll bring Seth Eggert back in just a few moments, but I want to tell you a little bit about mycomputercareer.edu because we mentioned them earlier. They are the, uh, the major reason that this show continues to exist from week to week, and we appreciate them very much. The folks at mycomputercareer.edu are specialists at what they do, and they do it extremely well. If you are in a situation where you feel like maybe this whole shutdown has put you in a position to where you either need to look for some new line of work, or maybe you just want to make a change. You see it as an opportunity to make a change while you have the opportunity. Uh, my computer career may be your answer. If you think about a career in IT, this is an industry that continues to grow. There are over 2 million cybersecurity jobs in this nation alone that are unfilled and lots of opportunity for people to fill them. And mycomputercareer.edu can be your source for the necessary training. They have a free career, pardon me, a free career evaluation on their website. Feel free to go there. Take the evaluation. If IT is something that you feel is right for you or something you want to try, you can be ready to enter the workforce in as little as four months, training just a few times a week, either online or at one of their seven locations across the USA. They have financial aid available if you qualify, including the GI Bill. And once you're ready to enter the workforce, My Computer Career will work with hundreds of employers to get you placed. I've talked to a bunch of the students. I've been to the Raleigh campus. I know this school is very, very effective, and it has put a lot of people into some very good positions and helped them change their life. It is not rocket science. If you're not good at math or science, it's okay. They can train you to be an IT specialist. Again, as little as four months. MyComputerCareer.edu is the place to go. It is training for a better life. Take the free career evaluation. And oh, by the way, if you have any questions about my computer career, just hit me at Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Send me a message and uh, we'll do our best to get you hooked up with the folks from mycomputercareer.edu. All right, we've got uh, much more of the show to come. We're going to bring Seth Eggert back here in just a couple of minutes. So we'll step aside. We'll be back to continue our NASCAR discussion right after this. 
You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute, in-your-car, instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Motorsports Madness uh, as we continue with another week of Race Chaser radio programming here. Uh, If you want to check out our other Race Chaser radio shows, you can do so wherever podcasts are found. Basically, we're on most of the top sites now. Just search Race Chaser radio. And while you're at it, Give us a follow or a like on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Race Chaser Media. At Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are going to bring Seth Eggert back out of the pit area and continue with more conversation with him. Seth uh, is a 
motorsports writer and editor for Kicking the Tires, which is uh, one of my favorite sites to go to for content when I'm scrolling Twitter or just looking for content in general. I love the work that they do over there and uh, glad to have you back aboard, Seth. Um, so we talked about Kyle and we talked about Bubba's response. Here's the $50,000 question everybody's asking right now. What does that mean for the 42 car when we finally return to motorsports action? Who's going to be in it? What are you hearing from uh, your sources about who might be in that car when we go back racing? Well, the shortlist I've heard is one of two names, and it depends on a uh, third outside variable. Uh, One would be Jamie McMurray or Ross Chastain. Now, that outside variable is whether or not Ryan Newman uh, has been cleared to return to the number six car over at Roush Fenway Racing, as well as uh, whether or not he would be able to either run full-time in Cup and Xfinity, because he does run full-time for Colleague Racing in the Xfinity Series, or if Colleague would allow him to move up sooner. So, yeah, and and here's what further complicates this, is if you look at the schedule that we started with in 2020 this year, then you could probably find a way to, you know, keep him in the Cup Series and have him do his traditional double, triple duty that he's been doing. Um, But now, with all of the time we've had off and the fact that, you know, we're we're really going to have to figure out how to get most of or all of a season into a much shorter time frame. Now it could present some fresh conflicts where maybe we have to run an Xfinity Series race and a Cup Series race on the same day. Who knows? Or, you know, in situations where it would be harder to to do double duty. And, of course, uh, Ross is scheduled to run for the championship in the Xfinity series with colleague racing. So that's going to, that's going to make that situation kind of a, you know, a little bit more prickly than it might've been otherwise, if they wanted Ross to be in the car. Now there are a handful of other drivers that are probably on the short list, whether or not they would be considered say a Ryan Truex, Daniel Hemrick, or even a Jeb Burton, where they've had funding in the past. They just haven't had the equipment in the past, aside from uh, Hemrick, that is. Yeah, that's interesting. I hadn't thought about that, but you could kind of, because they're all running part-time for junior. Um, so uh, any of those could be possibilities. That's uh, it's interesting. But you w- one would think that Jamie would probably be the one that uh, Chip could turn to if he wanted to eliminate any of that conflict. Jamie has said he would come out of retirement and do this, um, of course, he's got a great relationship with McDonald's and um, would certainly be a, a safe choice. Uh, I guess the question would become, you know, whether you kind of do something in the short term, Nick, with, with Jamie, and then worry about 2021 when it gets here, or rather, because it's been kind of said that Ross is laying in wait, so to speak, for the next Ganassi ride that opens up, and he's under contract, but you know, he's got the colleague conflict now, and he's also driving for Roush. So what what are you thinking about all this? Yeah, I think 
in the short term, I think Ganassi's probably going to go with Jamie. I think that's the safe bet. He's obviously proven himself over all the years, and he's been a loyal Ganassi racer over the last couple of years. I think the only hiccup with, with Jamie would probably be his TV contract, because obviously he's you know contracted to yeah. those things. Um, that's so true. Yeah. What could he do there? What can he do? You know, What can he make work for the races? I think... Ross's focus from his sponsors and from Colleg and from Ganassi is probably going to be on that championship run in the Xfinity with Colleg and, you know, obviously filling in for Newman whenever he can. And then 2021, he'll probably be in that 42 ride. Yeah, I, I think that's more likely. Um, you know, I'll, I'll tell you a driver that, that I think you could probably put in there now. Again, we're just throwing names out here um, because we can, basically. Um <laughs> You know, Jamie would probably be the number one choice if Ross, you know, isn't available or can't be available the rest of the year. Um, but what about somebody like Parker Kligerman, who's had cup experience? Now, now he also has some TV stuff going on. But again, if, you know, if you didn't feel like Jamie could do all of the races or some sort of a split schedule, I mean, it may come to that. Because you, who's to say, uh, Seth, that Jamie could could make all the races with his TV uh, situation that he has? Well, the other hiccup in that is, if I remember correctly, and in part it's also because they run the manufacturer in for uh, Klingerman's uh, eNASCAR team. I believe Klingerman has a, a personal services deal with Toyota. Oh, okay, okay. Because uh, Burton Klingerman Racing. Uh, run Toyotas in the eNASCAR Coca-Cola iRacing series. So I think that might be its own hiccup uh, as far as getting somebody like him in uh, the 42 car. Yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's not, a, pro- it's not a, uh, uh, a problem that Chip expected to have, obviously, uh, and certainly wouldn't have expected it to happen while there was no racing going on, right? So... Um, you know, I'm sure this week a lot of uh, a lot of phone calls and texts or whatever going back and forth uh, to try and figure that out. But uh, one would think that it would come down to either Jamie or Ross. And you know, again, as you say, the outside variable would be that that colleague situation, and whether the sponsor would be okay with that or not. Um, so we'll have to see. It's just uh, what a crazy. Uh, what a crazy scenario this all has been. And, and I mean, do you, Seth, do you feel like 2021 we could see potentially see Kyle back in the cup series if he had an opportunity? I, I wouldn't be surprised to honestly see him maybe before the season is out because he didn't lose all of his sponsors per se. He lost all of his NASCAR sponsors, but he didn't lose Plan B sales and marketing or Finley Farms, which sponsor his World of Outlaws efforts. And Plan B Sales and Marketing has been known to sponsor one-off cup cars every now and then. So I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe it would be with a lower-tier team. Uh, No offense to Rick Ware Racing or Carl Long's team. But I wouldn't be surprised maybe, just maybe, if he's able to get the funding correct, that we might see him in one or two races before the year is out. I uh, I would I don't know. What do you think, Randy? Do you think Do you think we? I feel like that might be a little soon. Honestly, I, 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 I'm sure he could get the opportunity. My my thought would be: would he Would he 
do that? Would he go to a lower yeah, tier see, team I just to get back him. in cup yeah, when I he has a formidable, you know, World of Outlaws team that he could clearly just run that for the rest of the year and you know wait, let things kind of you know subside a little bit and then. I'm sure he has a plan of what he might want to do next year, just depending upon sponsorship falling into place. Yeah, and, I mean, you know, you know, like let's that, let's so. just take the elephant and put him in the center of the room, okay? Hey, I I do Nick believe it's a possibility. <laughs> believe it. Well, I am the elephant after all. I do believe it's a possibility uh, that we see him in in a in a Stuart Haas car in 2021. But there there's a lot of things that have to happen before you get to that, and some people that would have to be willing to take the chance on him. Um, but there's enough time between now and then that I think that could happen. Mm -hmm. And I think that that was probably a likely scenario before this happened, that we would see him over there next year. So I still think he could achieve that, but he's got some work to do in the meantime. We're going to uh, keep uh, put uh, Seth back in the land of hold here as we uh, step aside. We'll be back with more of the show in the moment. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Olero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, 
Designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Motorsports Madness continues. Uh, it's been a fun show so far, and we continue with uh, Seth Eggert from Kicking the Tires. And um, gosh, it just seems like uh, this whole week pretty much has been consumed in uh, the, the news by um, the Kyle Larson situation, uh, Seth. And um, now we can, I feel like we can start to sort of look forward here and with Randy's news that he gave us a little while ago that uh, it as of right now does not appear that the lockdown in North Carolina, at least all of North Carolina will be extended uh, past the April 30th mark. It appears that maybe if we're lucky, um, we might be able to get the team back to work. Here, but we're and, trying to figure something out. You know, and yeah, and maybe we we can possibly. Of course, the next thing is how do you go racing without fans? Um, but uh, that's kind of been the conversation that we're hearing is that NASCAR would like to uh, get back if possible at Charlotte um, at the end of May, and so if we kind of look ahead there. How do you see this working with no fans? I mean, what's this going to be like if we actually have to go racing without fans in the grandstand? Well, it'll be interesting to say the least. It's going to be eerily quiet. Um, But honestly, if that's what it takes for the safety of the race fans, the safety of the race teams, uh, the, the drivers, the media, uh, track workers, and that's what it's going to have to take. Uh, I mean, it's been weird seeing uh, the clips of WWE uh, having matches in an empty arena or the <laughs> empty uh, training facility. So it's, is it unpre- uh, unprecedented? Yes. But it at least a step in the right direction that there's actually a sport going on. Do we think, I mean, if you look at this, um, I mean, you look at the WWE, for example, I, I don't, I don't know what you guys all thought or even saw any of the, but I, I don't think that works well in that situation because a lot of the things you wouldn't hear, for example, with the crowd noise, you now are able to hear the wrestlers and, and hear them panting and hear, you know, just it, it to me, it just, uh, it, it just feels awkward. Um, I think we could do it in, in with a race, but as you said, it would be early quiet and driver introductions. Basically. Uh, I don't know if you do them at all or if you do them for TV or how that works, but it, it certainly is, uh, you know, some of, I would think some of the, the pre-race and some of the way that the race weekend flows would be a little different without the fans there, Randy. It, it, would, it would be different. I, I don't know. Maybe Seth knows more than I do. From the things that I have heard and, and saw posted on social media, it would be a situation where basically the teams would go to the track on 
say Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon, they would qualify, they would leave, and then come back Sunday morning and race, and that there would be nothing, no introductions, no nothing, just go in, race, and leave to avoid really? as much you know physical contact as possible. Wow. I don't know if that's true, Seth. Maybe you know more than I do, but that's the, some of the things that I've heard talked about being happening if we actually do get to go back racing. Well, what I know, um, honestly, it's not something that I can talk about that I'm at liberty to talk about. Uh, I will say this, uh, Jerry Jordan, uh, the head editor at Kicking Tires, should have a story up relatively soon uh, with some of NASCAR's plans moving forward. And you will more likely learn some of what NASCAR's plan and what a race weekend in the world of COVID-19 might look like. It'll be interesting. I mean, you know, I heard... uh one of the talk show hosts earlier today talking about, well, you know, if we were to open Yankee stadium, for example, do we all have to wear masks and gloves? If fans go, do we, um, you know, do we have to drink beer through a straw? There's one for you, your beer drinkers. Um, let's see you do that. And, uh, you know, uh, I don't drink much beer, so it wouldn't matter to me, but <laughs> just, uh, again, the thought of that, but, but what would have to change, um, now, if we don't have fans at the race, do all the teams have to wear masks? I mean, most of the, the crew is used to wearing, you know, helmets, for example, or whatever, but they don't, you know, necessarily wear full face helmets. Um, it, it's just going to be very interesting to see how all this would would work. But I would have to think there's a way to do it. Now, I, I know that uh, what the president was talking about, and Randy can help with this, too, because he heard more of it than I did about you know, doing this in phases, you get to a certain phase and you can have gatherings of 50 or over, but then you get to the next phase and it's pretty much unlimited. Um, but none of that necessarily takes into account uh, concerts and, you know, large scale events. So um, it's it's going to be very interesting, but at least it would seem like maybe there's a small glimmer of hope here that we could get back to the racetrack, hopefully within the next month or so, possibly. Well, in addition to what uh, President Trump said, uh, what Dr. Fauci said in complement to that, essentially, is in that phased approach, what we might see is, at first, no fans in the grandstands or at any sporting arena. Yeah. Then in, uh, later on, we might see, instead of a full, say, 100,000 uh, uh football stadium, we might see 25,000 fans. Then we might see 50,000 and so on and so forth. Uh, I could see that being a possibility. Granted, the tracks are going to take a hit. There's no question about it. But I'm sure NASCAR or any sanctioned body, whether it's IndyCar, Formula One, World of Outlaws, I'm sure they're all understanding and will consider, if not definitely give these tracks a break because there's no way that any of the tracks would allow themselves to endanger the race fans. Not in this day and age. Right. Yeah. It's, it's definitely going to be a strange uh, thing. And and it's, you know, as I was saying to someone earlier today, I would not want to be NASCAR right now because they're, you know, you, you sit, you sit one day and you lay out, well, this is what it looks like based on what we know today that we could do. And then the next day, 
somebody moves the goalpost, you know, or moves the finish line, so to speak, and, and changes the, uh, the variables. And you have to basically, well, now we could do this. This may be the first time today as we got ready to do this show. And while we were starting the show that we were getting some news from the government that perhaps, you know, might give us some positive, uh, you know, things to look at to say, well, okay, maybe end of May or early June is doable in terms of getting back to racing action, Sam. And that would be something to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, uh, I I know I'm itching to get back to racing. Uh, granted, I've had all of the e-sports to i-racing to deal with, some that I've even been competing in, but uh, it's I will admit it is a little overwhelming and a little tiring uh, because it, it seems like each week or each day, uh, at least on the eSports side, I'm getting more and more content. Yeah. But at least for kicking tires, I'm the only one who writes that content. Right. <laughs> so, so I've had to pick and choose some days whether I'm going to cover eNASCAR or World of Outlaws or IndyCar and, or if I'm going to compete in one of them. So I've had my own, uh, while most people are struggling for work, I've had a little too much work. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good problem to have. I mean, yeah, well, I think what happened was once we started the eSport trend, it kind of, it spread as quickly as the virus. And now everybody has a league. Everybody's doing their own invitationals and you've, you know, you've got so much of it now that it's, Hard to keep up with it all. Interesting tweet. Uh, Motorsports on NBC uh, on Twitter. I would hope this is just the start of things that we can do together. That tweet uh, was in reference to a conversation that Mike Tirico had with Roger Penske about the NASCAR IndyCar doubleheader at Indy. I think that's an interesting quote. I would hope this is just the start of things that we can do together. Um We've got about a minute, Seth, if you want a quick comment on that, and then we can carry on after the break. I I know uh, well before today and yesterday and uh, held this, or honestly this week, um, that Texas Moore Speedway might have a doubleheader. Uh, granted, that's still in the rumor mill, and I think we might find out more tomorrow from Jerry Jordan, but it's another possibility, and we might also have the doubleheader elsewhere. It's just depending on the IndyCar schedule and how much that continues to evolve and change along with the NASCAR schedule. Randy, I've got one word. Roval. Roval. Right. Yeah. I, I know that Eddie Gossage <laughs> has already said that he will not he would not be willing to host the IndyCar race without fans in the stands. So um, well, but we were talking about an eventual double. Right, right. I mean, yeah, yeah of course, yeah. if you want a doubleheader, that'd be awesome. Yeah. But it won't be at Texas unless they can put fans in the stands. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it. that, but just something for the future. And I think that would be really interesting. I'd be down with it. I think Texas would be great. The Roval, I think, would be a natural place to do this. Uh, so there's a few possibilities here. Uh, sure. And um, that's, I just happened to see that tweet come across. And I thought it was worth uh, having some conversation about. Because I do think the idea of the two sanctioning bodies working together makes total sense in this day and age and i was so happy and we'll talk about this after the break to see an irock event 
on iRacing last night on FS1 because I want the iRock series back. I think this is the perfect time to bring it back for real. We'll talk more about that and get everybody else's thoughts after the break. We'll be back with more uh, Motorsports Madness presented by MyComputerCareer.edu right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Sit and listen to blues all night. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. Uh, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, and Nick Moncher in the WSIC studio here in uh, Statesville, North Carolina. And we've got uh, Seth Eggert on the Strutmasters.com hotline. This segment brought to you by Victory Custom Trailers. VictoryCustomTrailers.com is where you go. They've got over 200 
used and new trailers on site, but they will customize anything that you want in a trailer. And um, you just uh, go to their website and you can literally design your own trailer right on the Victory Custom Trailers website. We're going to have Chris Hedinger from Victory Custom Trailers on the show soon. And we're going to have his young daughter, Katie, as well. She is uh, breaking into uh, late model racing this year and uh, looking forward to having her on hopefully sometime in the next few weeks. So with that, back to the show and back to Seth uh, and back to some conversation. We, uh, you know, we had talked about the idea of uh, IROC last night on FS1. Uh, I love the midweek FS1 stuff because you never know what you're going to get now. We we had the World of Outlaws, late models and sprint cars, racing the first couple of weeks. And this week they went kind of off the sheet and we had a combination of two shows. We had a dirt modified, like IMCA style modified show. Um, And then we also had a race uh, of IROC cars at Lime Rock in, um, which is of course up in New England. And uh, I thought both of those races were great. And again, I've been saying for weeks and I've said it on this, this show that it's time to bring the IROC series back. I think it would be amazingly popular, and the F1 guys would be much better than they were before. And I I promise that the captain would love to have an IROC race at Indy in some form or fashion. Um, And uh, I think that would be fun. What do you think? Well, not to burst your bubble, but they weren't actually IROC cars. Uh, iRacing does not have IROC cars on. But it was service. supposed to be an IROC yeah, I race. I, it, it, Let's not be picky here. I, it was I the best they well, could do for an well, IROC race. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yes, they were using the same setup, but they've been doing that the entire time in all the invitationals, so I don't understand how the invitationals haven't been IROC. <laughs> well, I think this was more designed to the the the, the drivers they picked. They went with, you know, a couple from NHRA, a few from NASCAR, you know, et cetera, um, to try and create this all-star kind of IROC flavor, so to speak. And it just made me laugh because I said, well, somebody must have been listening to our shows because I've been saying this on the shows forever um, over the course of this last six months or so that we need to bring this back because, again, we're all looking for difference here. And you've got, uh, with especially with NASCAR in 22 now going to the Gen 7, I think this is the perfect time. Um the, the F1 guys now are so much different in the way that they look at NASCAR. You've got a couple of them talking about maybe doing some NASCAR stuff eventually. Um, and, you know, you've, the IndyCar guys all enjoy NASCAR. I mean, I just think, I think you've got a whole different scenario now than you had when they stopped doing IROC in, in uh, what, the 90s or early 2000s, I guess. Uh, so I just think it'd, it'd be fun to bring it back, and I was really uh, – it was fun to watch that deal last night. Chase Briscoe really um, did a great job overall, but of course uh, Scott Speed kind of put it on him in the uh, the road course race. Yeah, he did, and uh, Chase Briscoe put it on them in the dirt race. Uh, to be fair, Scott Speed and Chase Briscoe out out those two uh, races are probably the i racing veterans uh, sure. of those set races. So. They may have had a little bit of an edge up on their competition. But uh, aside from uh, the IROC deal that they had last night, 
there have been some other uh, events of Modern of Madness. That's where uh, Kyle Larson uh, made his mistake uh, that Landon Castle hosted. Yep. Uh, last Friday, and as a matter of fact, tomorrow night, uh, Kicking the Tires hosts uh, the Lower Half Dash, which is organized by uh, Ryan Ellis, Joey Gaze, uh, Kyle Weatherman, Joe, uh, Tommy Joe Martins, and Cody Ware. It's uh, media members, including myself, uh, crew members, PR reps, uh, drivers from underfunded teams all competing. Uh, last week, we ran the Dirt Street Stock at Eldora, and I'm pretty sure I was in every single caution. At least you're consistent, Seth. Uh, and then uh, this past Monday was uh, media member uh, uh, mayhem on Monday night. Uh, which was hosted by Rob D'Amico from uh, the Big Green Egg, and that was the street stock at the Charlotte Motor Speedway, the 1.5-mile track. There, I ran top five the entire race until the white flag lap when uh, Dylan Welch and I caused the big one. <laughs> <laughs> and mind you, In we were all... street stock. Yes. Uh, pretty sure half the field passed below my car as I was airborne. <laughs> Well, thankfully, you were uninjured except for your pride, right? Yeah, I mean, we were also racing for charity, too. Uh, the winner of that race, which I believe was, uh, I'll have to go back and look, but the winner of that race uh, walked away with their own big green egg grill. And on top of that, they uh, got to give one to the charity of their choice, uh, Devin Henry won. So that charity will get to uh, ra- essentially either raffle off or auction off uh, that uh, second grill. Wow. Okay. Well, that's fun. That's and see, you know, there again, there's there are so many of these different i racing or sim racing leagues popping up all over the place. Um, I think it's all good. It just gets hard to keep track of them all after a while. It, it does. It does, and. Uh, sometimes, I mean, right now as we speak, we have E-Truck Series Night in America, which is uh, Ryan Vargas's deal. Yeah, that's going on and, as we do this show, by the way. And, and also right now as we speak, uh, Dinner with Racers is hosting Thursday Night Blunder. See, that's what it would be if I raced. It would be a blunder. Mm. That's yeah, that's how that would work. There's a reason yeah. why I'm sitting behind this microphone right now, yeah. not well, racing anymore. Well, to quote our friend uh, Jacob Spielman from uh, the Kicking the Tires race at Eldora, the start of it, uh, you wanted the best, you got the rest, and they can't even figure out how to go for a breath. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a g- good job, Jacob. Jacob's always very creative with when it comes to that. Good job. By the way, just uh, for the record, lap 82, Colin Fern leading Casey Kerwin in the um, E-Truck Series Rumble that uh, Vargas has put on. Ryan Vargas, for those of you who don't know or remember, is a NASCAR Xfinity Series racer part-time, and uh, he's done a a great job of organizing some of these bigger events for the sim and um, you know, and getting some big-name drivers to be in it. We had Casey Kerwin on uh, one of our shows a few weeks ago. I think he was on the We Lap show on a Monday night that we had him. Um, and uh, 
he was he was a lot of fun. He did an amazing job on the air with us. D- you know, doesn't do a whole lot of interviews, but um, Casey is part of Denny Hamlin's team in the NASCAR, um, you know, pro league there uh, on Tuesday nights, the um, Coca-Cola League. So uh, it, that's fun that uh, Casey's running second. We'll see if he could grab off the win at the end there. That and it should be an interesting race. Uh, looking back to this past Tuesday night, uh, Casey was caught up in the big one at Richmond. Uh, pretty sure he flipped in that big one, which for Richmond is somewhat impressive to say the least. Uh, Ryan Luza ended up uh, going on to win his third straight NASCAR Coca Cola Series race uh, with the Williams Esports driver, which that's their third win uh, as a team. So he's doing pretty good for he them. Uh, uh, I think last year they didn't. I want to say, looking back through your stats last year, I think they had one top uh, 10 finish the whole year. And this year they were going on three wins and four races. We've uh, I've tried to get Ryan uh, for for the last three weeks to uh, respond to set him up to to get him on the show and he hasn't responded so I uh, guess he doesn't want to do radio but he's certainly doing a good job of uh, winning races there in that league and Casey Irwin has or Casey Kerwin has in fact taken the lead on lap eighty seven of the E Truck Series Rumble he actually uh, I think he he kind of moved Colin Fern it's it sounds like to uh, get the lead so we'll see if. Uh, our buddy Casey can hang on and pick up a win. Casey's one of the local uh, sim racers that um, is from here in the Charlotte area, so it's uh, it's fun to see him doing so well in these these online deals. It, it is, it is, uh, and like I was saying, where we have the all these different events where we're not just having the Cup drivers, or not just having NASCAR drivers in general. Whether yeah. it's the replacements, whether it's uh, the Truck Series Rumble the lower half dash and getting a little bit of everybody involved, it offers a little bit of a different flavor. It does. That that allows uh, essentially anyone to take part in. Uh, I mean, I consider myself somewhat of a casual iRacer. I don't run for a championship. Uh, I run when I have time. Uh, this week I've been running the Dirt Street Stock at the Charlotte uh, Dirt Track, and I've had decent speed i just haven't been able to put a whole race together as of yet but it's interesting whether you're watching the replacements the rumble you're always going to see a different name that you're not going to recognize but more than likely they're in the industry or in iRacing obviously in some sort of way yeah it was kind of funny uh there's a couple tracks in new england doing their own uh, leagues as well or their own series if you will and i think it was at stafford and it might have been two weeks ago um i don't remember who the driver was but the driver's spotter the driver won and his spotter finished second and you know we were we were joking on the modified uh i we have a sh- uh, podcast that we do with race chaser media called mainly modifieds and kyle Souza and i were joking on that show wondering whether the spotter was actually calling the driver's win as he was running behind him 
it would be much more accurate, right? Because if you're in the car that's two car lengths back, you you know, um, two behind you, one behind you, on your bumper, kaboom, um, you know, that kind of thing. It was uh, it was fun to, to kind of have some fun with that. Um, but it's, it's just cool to see all of this going on, and it certainly gives all of us uh, race fans an opportunity on almost any night of the week to still see some cars and, and see some drivers trying to battle for a win somehow, and everybody has a good time with it. Oh, for sure. And uh, speaking of Kyle Souza, uh, if he's listening or when you talk to him next, I do apologize for causing that big one at Charlotte. I'm pretty sure he hit me while I was flipping. Was so. he in the race? In the street <laughs> he was stock in the deal? race. Yes. I'll have to, uh, we'll bring that up on the next mainly modified show and I'll, I won't tell him we're going to do that. So Somebody's we'll see you put in the wall. The yeah. Next race. yeah. Kyle, uh, Kyle's a lot of fun. Kyle's a new England motorsports, uh, journalist who started with us here at race chaser and still is kind of working with us, but is doing a lot of things, uh, other than, than, than that as well. So, all right. Uh, we appreciate everything. Uh, Seth, it's definitely been, uh, great to have you on the program tonight, and we look forward to uh, talking with you more as we go forward here. And hopefully as we get closer to May, we have some real racing to start to talk about that may be coming up soon. Thank you. I look forward to it. That is Seth Eggert. Go to kickinthetires.net if you want to see uh, what Seth and that uh, group are up to. We, uh, we appreciate the folks from Kicking the Tires. They work really hard. Jerry Jordan and his group and uh, – Always good reading, and we're going to step aside when we come back. More of Motorsports Madness right after this. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. 
You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Our final radio segment for the evening. Uh, Stay tuned, those of you watching us on WSIC TV 25.2 in Charlotte, in the Charlotte area. Uh, We have one more segment for you. It's called TV Overtime. But uh, this is our final radio segment. Randy Miller is the host of the Inside Pass show here on Tuesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern. Who is on our next show this coming Tuesday? So for those of you who uh, keep up with social media, NASCAR-wide related, you guys all know Adam Stern from the Sports Business Journal. He is going to be our guest on Tuesday. I am excited. He is probably one of the most respected journalists in all of our sport. He breaks most of the breaking news that you hear and see on our programs, and so I'm excited to, to get pick his brain on what he's been seeing and hearing in regards to going back racing again. So we start the week next week with Lead Lap here on Monday nights at 7 Eastern, which I host along with uh, Mr. Dick Montreux is with us here um, this uh, week as well. And then on Tuesday, Randy and I do the Inside Pass, and uh, Thursday nights it's this show, Motorsports Madness. That's when we tape this live or re- do it live. Um, and uh, looking forward to that next week as well, I think. Uh, we'll have Jacob Seelman back uh, for that. He uh, had some other commitments tonight. Uh, so um, looking forward to one more segment here of TV Overtime. Those of you listening to us uh, either on demand or uh, live here on radio, Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Give us a like or a follow and say hello to us. And also, of course, uh, you know, make sure that you um, follow us if you want to hear us on demand. Just search Race Chaser Radio any of your podcast uh, platforms, and we'll be on there. Have a great week. More TV next. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit MyComputerCareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, and visit racechasermedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media, 
No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.